Well, I'm back one more time here, Danny's Musical Chats. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, i just uh, been thinking a bit about uh, wear and tear and time and stress and what's happened in the last year. Um, I'm thinking about myself, of course. <laughs> Uh, but I'm also thinking in general, just people in general, and where we're at, like a year after this uh, whole change happened. Uh, recently, um, you know, I've been feeling fairly worn down, but that's nothing unusual <laughs> in the last God knows how many months. But I was just looking at some older pictures on my Facebook and looking at how much more bright-eyed and kind of like healthy I looked. Um... You know, I just looked different a year ago. Because you know how they have that thing on Facebook, you know, a year ago or several years ago? I always find that interesting because, you know, circumstances change, you know, situations change. You get older. Uh, there's that, right? There's just that, you know, just simply getting older. But I think, actually, it's I can really see the uh, the wear and tear on my, my face and, I can, and my body. You know, I mean, it's just... I've just been a lot less active, you know, for various reasons. I mean, I also have a kind of a arthritic condition in my knees, which has slowed me down a lot from uh, where I was when I was a lot more physically active. Been fighting it for quite a while, and uh, you know, lately trying to re-motivate. But you know that that whole COVID fatigue, exhaustion, all of that that goes with it. Um, not everybody suffers in the same way, or not everyone is affected, I guess is probably a better word, suffering not necessarily, but people, you know, behave differently, you know, um, their energy levels are hit in different ways. Some people have done very well, I mean, in terms of staying physically active, you know, they're jogging, they're biking, they're doing all these other things, and that's very positive. But for people that are maybe not so prone to do things like that anyway, pre-COVID, or have physical limitations, um, this has been a pretty brutal year. And, uh, you know, it's made things even worse, I think, because it's easy to say, well, you know, my knee's bugging me, I'm not going to go out and walk. <laughs> Believe me, I've done that. Um, you know, I just, I just think that, you know, I see around me too, and I see the signs of stress, and, you know, in my own self and other people, and I see how various people are coping in various different ways. Um, as a musician, you know, it's uh, you know I have a lot of you know empathy for my fellow musicians and singers that are out there that have been really heavily impacted by this. It's a major stress, and. Um, what can I say? It's 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 really, it's some people handle it better than others. You know, um, I have friends that have managed to, however their circumstances are, to remain somewhat active. You know, doing um, you know, live stream shows and things like that. Uh, maybe the odd sort of situation where, you know, it's completely COVID. You know, um, protocol correct performance situations which are limited but they do exist but you know not everybody's in that position you know 
not everybody's in a position to, you know, be able to do those kind of things. So a lot of musicians are basically just at home. Um, now some, you know, are, are uh, you know, working on writing, uh, recording, um, collaborations. You know, there's a lot of creative people out there and they find creative ways of dealing with this situation. But the loss of, you know, that not everybody's that type of a musician but for performing type of musicians people that thrive on the energy of a crowd and you know the interaction that happens with it and the feedback all of that it's pretty much pretty much a drag you know um i relate to it myself personally because you know quite a while ago uh i had i had everything sort of change in my life where um you know the sad loss of my musical partner Bob White my band Bobcats came to an end and all of a sudden in a flash everything changed somewhat like COVID you know all of a sudden the gigs and things like that weren't possible um, you know just like with COVID so I've had that experience prior to COVID and, you know, I, I bounced back to a certain extent and I started playing with some people and uh, sitting in with friends and doing my best to sort of keep. But I still had that contact with an audience, even though it was different and, and all that. But, you know, nonetheless, you know, with COVID happening, even that's nothing compared to someone who's gigging all the time and has more of a persona out there, whatever. Um, I felt it. I still feel it. I wish that, you know, I was in a circumstance where I could go out and sit in with some of my friends or do the odd gig with my, my friends as well. You know, I was doing some work with my old friend Al Foreman there for a while and playing with some really good people. You know, Jack Lavin and, you know, um, John Nolan and you know Jerry Cook and, you know, Roger Brandt as well. We did some stuff with Roger and, you know, just generally having a good time and going down to the uh, Pat's Pub and sitting in with Steve Kozak and <laughs> Roger Brandt and John and various other guys sitting in. It was fairly dynamic. You know, even though I didn't have a regular gig, per se, you know, I, I'd go down and I'd listen. Even if I wasn't playing, I would just have a great time listening to, to other people playing. And can't do that either, you know, really safely. Um you know, it's, it's a very, very tough time for that. And I think that, you know, I'm a musician, so I have my own, and I'm an older musician. You know, I'm not really uh, going after it like some of the younger musicians have been, who've lost all of their tours. You know, they've lost all of their, you know, the livelihood, really. And, you know, it's no secret as to the impact of COVID on the entertainment, entertainment industry, the music industry, uh, all live performance industry you know, theater, etc. Um, having said all that, you know, it's like I have been fortunate enough to uh, to find some sort of an outlet in doing a um, recording project with my old friend Dana Honey. And on some in some cases, you know, uh, Randy Otto has been involved with us, who's a, a keyboard player from way back in the 60s I played with. And Dana, as well, as a guy who goes back to the 60s with me back in Winnipeg. Um you know, in any case, and sometimes Axel, um, uh, Randy's son, 
was the same age as we were back in the day. <laughs> so, you know, it's been kind of fun, you know, and it's, it is fun, and it also gives me some sort of an outlet. It's not the same thing, but, you know, you just try to find a way to get by, and I think a lot of people, taking it out of the musical context, just, you know, non, non-musicians, people, just people, um, the stress, the wear and the tear, um, it's difficult. You know, it's easy to fall into, you know, a mild to more severe depression or anxiety or, you know, so many emotional and mental health problems go with the, the COVID thing. And, uh, you know, uh, I honestly, you know, I can say that that's been a thing for me. And music has been somewhat of a salvation of sorts. You know, I've, uh, I've been fortunate that way very fortunate that I've had, you know, some degree of, of uh, connection with people through my music, whether it be through working with Dana and Randy, or, you know, just, I don't know, talking with my friends and, you know, sharing, sharing music and, you know, uh, old recordings and digging into things and, you know, um, it's, it's bittersweet in some ways because I don't know that we'll ever see at all what we saw before. Probably not. Uh, highly likely not. I mean, what's going to happen in the future and how it's going to unfold uh, out of this pandemic and, and the effects it's had on people all around. Like, some, you know, like I'm, this is musical chats, but it's more than that. It's, you know, I'm talking about the wear and tear. Like when I was looking at those pictures, I'm saying, Man, I look a lot older. There's, you know, I just, you know, maybe I, I just look a lot more tired, which I am. I'm tired, and I'm not, you know, not my health isn't as good. You know, I put on weight, you know, because I'm not as active, which is not good for me because I have that issue. Um, you know, it's a difficult thing, and I know I am not alone. I know that everybody has their bag of rocks to deal with, and. You know, some people, like I say, they cope better than others. Some people, you don't even really know what's going on with them. I mean, you know, people put on a good front. I'm probably one of them, you know. A lot of people don't realize, you know, the kind of angst and, you know, stuff I go through. Uh, You know, I mean, I'm not trying to put it out there to the world in my podcast. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, we all are being affected. and We all have wear and tear. Which is the theme of my little podcast today, wear and tear. Um, life itself is like that. I mean, forget about COVID. Just wear and tear. How do you navigate and how do you cope? Um, you know, we're all, we're all faced with some very unusual circumstances right now and a very insecure future. There's a lot of people with rose-colored glasses on now that are thinking, oh, we got the vaccines, everything's going to go back to normal, and, you know, before you know it, da-da-da-da-da. Things are not that simple, in my in my viewpoint, the way I look at things. I mean, maybe I'm a little on the dark side, <laughs> the glass-half-empty kind of guy, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe we have to look at this a little bit more objectively, that, you know, this is, uh, with the variants that are happening and with the lack of compliance and you look at the significant number of people who are anti-vaxxers, anti-everything, you know, the anti, um, 
lockdown or whatever you want to call it, all that, and you look at what's developing, you know, in our country, in Canada, we have our big issues around those things. Um, I don't think you can minimize that. But if you look at the United States and you look at entire states dropping their mask, you know, laws or rules, their everything being opened up, bars opened up, you know, you name it, you know, Texas, Mississippi, you know, uh, it just goes on. And you, you, you think about this and you can see the reaction from the people in the, you know, the, in the government that are, you know, medically orient, you know, the medical people like Fauci and people like that. And, um, and the president, Biden himself, you know, coming off real strong against these people, the Neanderthals, as, you know, as he's characterized them, which is kind of an insult to Neanderthals, but um, what can I say? You know, there's serious political issues down there that are really impacting, you know, the way that COVID has, is being handled. I mean, there's been four years prior to Biden and, and um, that, that, you know, um, has had really, really bad effects. And he's pulling it out of the fire as best as he can. He's pushing the vaccines. You know, he's, he's doing what he can, but he's up against the GOP. You know, it's not just him. It's the Democratic Party. And it's a complicated mess, right? But unfortunately, it's not just about politics. It's about a half a million people dead and more coming on. Uh, you know, when people, well, when governments, you know, when America, they have a lot of internal, well, they have a, autonomy in their states where there's only so much the federal government can, you know, mandate. It boils down to the states individually. And, you know, their political agendas, you know, they want to get elected again, da-da-da-da-da. You've got this huge movement that's uh, not a very positive thing down there, the Trump movement, the uh, GOP movement, and the crazy wacko cues, and all of that. You know, it's a pretty scary thing. And you want to talk about wear and tear, you think too much about that, and you watch too much CNN or Fox or whatever you're watching, it's going to take a chunk out of your psyche. So what I'm going to say is, you know, I, I can't say I'm coping all that well. However, I am so grateful to have friends I can talk to, to have music I can play, music I can share, um, music by in solitude. You know, music for me is, is uh, you know, it's it's a gift. And I think we've all got, you know, the opportunity to use music as a form of therapy for ourselves. So on that note, I'm going to um, bid you adieu. And I will see you the next time around, Musical Chats with Danny. I hope this wasn't too heavy, but, you know, we are in heavy times. and We're all suffering from wear and tear. So I wish you all the best. See you the next time. Well, I have returned after... Yet another hiatus away from my little blog that uh, I'm not even sure anybody listens to. Um, I started doing this about uh, halfway through the first year of the pandemic, 2020 there, in September actually. And did, oh God knows how many of them, dozens it seems, and put them out on my, my Facebook 
And I'm doing this very crudely, of course, uh, with my cell phone and nothing else. And, um, it's been interesting if I listen back to them all. You know, occasionally I'll go back and listen to different episodes. Can hear where I was at at different points in this crazy pandemic. Which, by the way, I hate to break it to you guys, but uh, it's not over. It's just changing. And, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of highs and lows, and mostly lows, as far as I'm concerned, uh, in this time. Uh, it's taken its toll. One of my episodes is called Wear and Tear. And I think that that's probably even more applicable today than it was ever. Um... There's a lot of, you know, fatigue that's just got to the point where, you know, let's just just go. Let's just live life regardless of any of this stuff. And that's all fine and dandy, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of damage here, you know, physically and mentally that's happened as a result of this thing, and it continues. Economic damage is unbelievable. You know, people have... Put themselves. I mean, the, what's happening with inflation right now, with uh, supply chains, plus, of course, <laughs> who could forget the war in Ukraine or the invasion of U Ukraine by by Russia? It's not really a war; it's an invasion. Um, state of the world really, really can get you down. And it get, gets me down at this very moment. I just feel, I don't know. What's the fucking point sometimes? But you just trudge along and, you know, you try to make the best of it. And you just think, where the fuck is things going? Where are things going in this world? You know, people, people have shown themselves in not such a great light in the, over the course of this pandemic. A lot of people. You know, I'm not saying everybody's like that, but there's certainly been a lot of disappointments and a lot of eye-opening experiences, and and that, and and it continues. You know, you know. I don't know what to say outside of that. That uh, it makes me less less anxious or less eager, it'd be a better word, to interact with my fellow human beings. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds awfully dark and negative, but frankly, that's the way I'm feeling right now, this particular moment. It's pretty dark and negative. Um, I'd like to feel differently. And, you know, my life is brightened by people who are wonderful. You know, I've had some really great people come help me over the years and over this time period. And the, the, so the world isn't all dark. But there's, there's that element, there's a dark element that's, it's just sitting there and festering. And I don't know whether or not it's, it's rational to be optimistic. Um, you can be grateful for what you get and what you have, and that's a good. But to think that things are going to somehow straighten themselves out, that we're going to have a decent world. I don't think that's really all that realistic. I think we're uh, we're in a bit of a um, 
the word would be the correct word, but you know we're we're certainly in a uh, on a downfall. You know, like all like all of the great <laughs> empires. You know, the Roman Empire, etc., the British Empire, etc. But this time, I think it's not just about one empire; it's about the world. You know, I mean, the Russian Empire, <laughs> you know, is trying to be being reclaimed as as we speak. You know, this is the whole thing with Putin to try to get back to get back to the garden, like in Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, only in a very, 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 very dark way, very ugly. And you know. Is this new? No, it's not new. It's the same old shit. It just gets worse and weirder. You know, Yemen, I mean, Yemen makes this look like Disneyland almost. You know, Serbia. No, I mean, you know, you can go on and on and on. And I will. And <laughs> I do, unfortunately, in my own head, go on and on and on about this stuff. <coughs> and there's days and mornings like this, which is a just getting ready. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Wait till I have coffee, man. Then you're going to hear some stuff. Um, there's days and weeks and nights when I just feel such despondency about all of this stuff. And I don't. I know I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm. I experience my own life and and my own challenges and my own everything ups and downs but i i really feel the world is having a having a breakdown um, not just me <laughs> the world is having a breakdown and i don't know that there's a cure for it that's all i got to say today Well, I have returned after yet another hiatus away from my little blog that uh, I'm not even sure anybody listens to. Um, I started doing this about uh, halfway through the first year of the pandemic, 2020 there, in September actually, and did, oh God knows how many of them, dozens it seems, and put them out on my my Facebook and I'm doing this very crudely of course uh, with my cell phone and nothing else and, um, it's been interesting and if I listen back to them all you know occasionally I'll go back and listen to different episodes and hear where I was at at different points in this crazy pandemic which by the way I hate to break it to you guys but uh, it's not over it's just changing and, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of highs and lows, and mostly lows, as far as I'm concerned, uh, in this time. Uh, it's taken its toll. One of my episodes is called Wear and Tear. And I think that that's probably even more applicable today than it was ever. Um, there's a lot of, you know, fatigue that's just got to the point where, you know, Let's just just 
go. Let's just live life regardless of any of this stuff. And that's all fine and dandy, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of damage here, you know, physically and mentally that's happened as a result of this thing, and it continues. Economic damage is unbelievable. You know, people have put themselves... I mean, the, what's happening with inflation right now, with uh, supply chains, plus, of course, <laughs> who could forget the war in Ukraine or the invasion of U Ukraine by by Russia. It's not really a war, it's an invasion. Um, state of the world really really can get you down. And it get, gets me down at this very moment. I just feel, I don't know, what's the fucking point sometimes? But you just trudge along and you know you try to make the best of it and you just think, where the fuck is things going? Where are things going in this world? You know, people people have shown themselves in not such a great light in the, over the course of this pandemic. A lot of people, you know, I'm not saying everybody's like that, but there's certainly been a lot of disappointments and a lot of eye-opening experiences and, and that. And, and it continues, you know, you know. I don't know what to say outside of that, that... Uh, it makes me less less anxious or less eager, it'd be a better word, to interact with my fellow human beings. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awfully dark and negative, but frankly, that's the way I'm feeling right now, this particular moment. It's pretty dark and negative. Um, I'd like to feel differently. And, you know, my life is brightened by people who are wonderful. You know, I've had some really great people come help me over the years and over this time period. And the, the so the world isn't all dark, but there's there's that element, there's a dark element that's, it's just sitting there and festering. And I don't know whether or not it's it's rational to be optimistic. Um, you can be grateful for what you get and what you have, and that's a good. But to think that things are going to somehow straighten themselves out, that we're going to have a decent world, I don't think that's really all that realistic. I think we're uh, we're in a bit of a um, uh, the word would be the correct word, but you know we're we're certainly in a uh, on a downfall, you know, like all, like all of the great <laughs> empires, you know, the Roman Empire, etc., the British Empire, etc. But this time, I think it's not just about one empire; it's about the world. You know, I mean, the Russian Empire, <laughs> you know, is trying to be being reclaimed, as as we speak. You know, this is the whole thing with Putin to try to get back to get back to the garden like in Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, only in a very, 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 very dark way. Very ugly. And, you know, is this new? No, it's not new. It's the same old shit. It just gets worse and weirder. You know, Yemen, I mean, Yemen makes this look like Disneyland almost. You know, Serbia. You know, I mean, you know... 
You can go on and on and on. And I will. <laughs> I do, unfortunately, in my own head, go on and on and on about this stuff. <clears throat> and there's days and mornings like this, which is a just getting ready. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Wait till I have coffee, man. Then you're going to hear some stuff. Um, there's days and weeks and nights when I just feel such despondency about all of this stuff. And I don't, I know I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I experience my own life and, and my own challenges and my own everything, ups and downs. But I, I really feel the world is having a, having a breakdown. Not just me. <laughs> the world is having a breakdown. And I don't know that there's a cure for it. That's all I got to say today.